Hey guys, welcome to the Let Me Call You Back podcast. This comedy podcast features Declan Brooks, my brother, and an aspiring stand-up comedian on our weekly phone calls. We talk daily happenings of life, ludicrous news, and comical interactions with others while out and about in the world. Please enjoy. We finally are back. We sat down. You smell that, Raymond? <laughs> smell what? You smell that, right? You just took a shower, didn't you? It smells like a podcast in here, uh, dude. <laughs> it smells like microphones and foam and shit. It does. Or the candle that's right there on the table. Rich Mog. <laughs> is that what it is? No. No clue what the scent is. Ooh. Ooh. I think I burned my burlap and leather scented one. <laughs> I love how they just make candles scented like just like silly shit you shouldn't be burning in your house. <laughs> like, oh, that sounds flammable. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, should I burn all the leather in my like house? Fresh linen curtains. Should I go grab my boots and cut a piece off and burn a little bit? Freshen up the scents in here? Yeah. How's it going, people? Um, we are back at you, taping it for you, putting it on YouTube, talking about our week. Yep. We just came home from a fishing trip yesterday. Yeah. I am sore. What's, what's sore on you? If anybody's never been on a boat before, when you're on a boat all day, there's specific parts of you that are going to be sore after being on a Dude, boat all day. I'm feeling it. We went out of Atlantic City, New Jersey, oh. out on the ocean. On T-Rex Charters with Captain Tom. That guy is the man. If you're a fisherman and you listen to this, he's got two boats. Um, he's got a six-pack boat and a ten-pack boat. What that means is he can take six people or he can take ten people. Um, Dude, that great. guy was cool as shit. He was super cool. He's a great charter out of uh, Atlantic City in the Golden Nugget Marina, right across from the casino if you want to get degenerate. Farley. Farley Marina. Farley Marina. Yeah. If you want to get real bad. He said, he said the waters they left on the boat. He's like, they bought these yuppie-ass waters. In the casino and then left him here. He's like, yeah. he told me these waters cost like nine bucks. And then he pulls out an Essentia, Essentia, like alkaline water. Yeah. And like JR is sitting there drinking an Essentia. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> I don't think it's actually expensive water. It's just they got, those people got ripped off buying water in a casino. Well, listen, yeah, that's exactly what it is. And uh, also Essentia and Fiji and all these waters are marketed well. That's yeah. Why, that's why they, they sell so well. But yeah, dude, went out on the trip, eight-hour fishing trip out of Atlantic City. Spent all day out there. Um, we got up at like five in the morning to meet up with the group and get down there and get uh, set sail about 8 a.m. Mm -hmm. And yeah, dude, I'm feeling it. I'm just constantly rocking mm -hmm. over and over. I still feel like I'm rocking. Dude, I... My I've, ankles and my legs are just in pain right now, man. Yeah. It's like my glutes and my knees and my lower back, like just very tight. Yeah. We were fishing for some tautog, some tog. Some tag. How the people there in the Jersey Shore say the tag. Yeah, the tag. We go for tag. Um, what a weird looking fish. Dude, a fun fish to catch. Yeah. We'll it's, throw up a picture right here. Yeah, you know. <laughs> fish right here. Um, I, uh. We had fun. I went with a group of 10 of my friends. It was my girlfriend's baby shower yesterday. So that was a girls only party. So we had a boys only party. <laughs> it was me, George, Declan, and then eight seven. of the seven. 
Seven. Seven yeah. of the biggest pieces of Delaware County trash I've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> I just exposed my friends to my family, and they both just met at odds. Like Everybody had a lot of fun, but there was also a moment where everybody was like, all right, how are we ending up out of here? And a gunfighter and a gunfight. Like, no, they were cool. They there were was just, there's this one dude who's an absolute piece of shit. <laughs> Total loser. Mad at his life. Yeah. That's the best way to describe it. He's one of my friends. He does a, flooring. He hates his life. Yeah. Yeah. He's on he his knees it. all day, every day. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he, you know when people just don't take the hint that they should just shut the fuck up about things they're asking about? <laughs> you know, if you're, like, making fun of somebody, if somebody feeds back into making fun of themselves, that makes sense, right? The person, like, is like, oh, yeah, dude, I got I got a weird face. I totally get it. I yeah. Blah, blah, blah. He just was, like, poking the bear too much and asked... He proceeded to tell my little brother that he looks like he had a fat chin. <laughs> like, were you fat at once? You look like you got a fat chin on you. I, uh, it's just stupid. You know, if, if, if you've never been fat in your life, this guy's a fucking string bean. I love him to death. He's actually one of my friends. He's super loyal. He's gotten into fights for me before. I'm 100% honest with you. Like, really? Striper fishing, a guy was talking shit to me, and he comes flying around the corner. Exactly. His exact words are, that's my fat friend. If anybody's going to try and fuck with him, it's going to be me. I'll fuck you up, pussy. Get up out of this. He's like in a spot that I had got there to get for us. He... Had set up like a tent and a canopy, a spot we sit there weeks at a time fishing. And it's for a striper tournament. Guys that found it on Facebook that just showed up, sat in the spot, and they were being dicks to me when I got there at one in the morning. Posted up right next to them to fish next to them in our spot. I'm like, hey, listen, I gave them a heads up. I'm like, hey, listen, see that canopy you're sitting under there? He's like, they're like, yeah, it's not just like out here. I'm like, no, it's not just out here. The guy that put it up is going to be here in about an hour and a half. So you can deal with him. I'm going to sit right here. He's like, all right, make sure you stay over there. Pass the grass. I said, I'm going to fish wherever the fuck I want. So I, I, I put myself literally right next to him and his friends. And I texted Keith. I'm like, hey, just a heads up. Someone's under your tent. They're already talking shit to me. And he gets there. and like, It's just not in the mood. It's 4 o'clock in the morning. And he gets there without saying a word to any of the people. And that was his first response was, that's my fat friend. If anybody's <laughs> going to fuck with him, it's going to be me. Now, who the fuck do you think put this tent up? You fucking pussies. You think you just come out here to play in a tournament? I'm here every fucking day of the week fishing for this goddamn fish. They were Screaming. noobs. Noobs. Really? Not, <laughs> and they were noobs, but they were friends of Timmy. So yeah. our other friend is Timmy, and Timmy knows two of the peop- three people in the group. Unbeknownst to Keith, Keith comes flying up yelling at these guys. I haven't talked to them since they started talking shit to me, but they haven't started shit with me. Two of them are on mushrooms. One of them isn't. And the one kid that's sitting there when he comes up, because the other two have walked to the car to get something, is tripping face. So Keith is only yelling at one person. And the kid's rolling face. He's like, hey, man, you can't talk to me like that. They're also from Decca. Uh, South Jersey. Yeah, He's like, thing. you can't talk to me like that. Who are you? <laughs> Why are you yelling at me? He's like, were you guys talking shit to that guy right there? He's like, yeah, a little. <laughs> He's like, well, that's my fucking canopy. He's like, I'm going to tell you right now. I decide who stays on this beach because I'm fucking here like the goddamn mayor. Dude. It was, dude it's, so if you want to know what type of person this is. This guy was just yelling and screaming at people all day. He's he's a good person when he wants to be. When he, when he wants to be a piece of shit or he's been drinking, <laughs> he can be a piece of shit whenever he wants to be. <laughs> you so would, he, you would think he's from like West Virginia. Or mm-hmm. He's from 15 minutes south of Philadelphia in Delaware County. Yeah, now he lives out in uh, the boonies. He's just 
He's one of those guys that grew up hunting and fishing and being an asshole. His he whole was life. he was just bragging about how much how many animals he kills in a week and different animals he's eaten. He also referenced he's like, Yeah, I eat I eat deer four or five times a week. He's, I was like, Oh, okay. Beef sucks. Yeah. I love that statement. He's like groundhog's tasty as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he's what rac- the fuck are you? He talking said raccoon tastes just like groundhog. I was like <laughs> Nice. I uh Yeah. Some interesting shit. He um He's a fucking goober. What the? Yeah. He's he also like is sounds like a person that is completely sound of mind and normal normal conversation on the ride down there. Him and George are talking about flooring. He's yeah. explaining his business model, explaining like his logic in a very funny situation. Doesn't sound like he's gonna be a piece of shit. Very sneakily turned into a piece of shit on that fishing trip. Real quick. Yeah, he just likes to hear himself talk. Yeah. He uh he like pretty much walks around the boat and. Decides how he's going to make fun of every single person on the boat. Talks shit to each person on the boat. And when he got to Raymond, he said some shit that just was being annoying. And I had to tell him. I was like, hey, listen. Shut the fuck up. And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, shut the fuck up. Take the hint. Are you not taking the hint right now? He's like, why? You can't say that to me? I was like, he's obviously not saying it, so I'm going to say it for him. Shut the fuck up for a little bit, and we'll talk about this later. And that's how it ended. Yeah. Fucking pussy. He's a weirdo. Love him, but hate him sometimes. Yeah, um, you were going through some shit a week or two ago. We're back in the house. This is the house where the shit was going on. <laughs> this is the house. This is it. This is where it happened right here. <laughs> in this place right here. They told me a collapsed line was under the slab of my house, and they had to dig up my floors. And I was out of my house for nine days staying in a hotel. All right. This is an emergency critical condition considered condition when your drains don't work and you can't use the water in your house. For nine days, it took them to realize it was just a clog because the first two plumbers were retarded. The first guy that showed up, when you're a plumber, if you know this, you may not know this if you're a plumber, and if you don't, there was a clog. He was going to snake the drain. When he took the, the toilet off, before you take the toilet off, every plumber who's a plumber has a shop vac. It's a wet dry vac, something you can suck water out. Yeah. This motherfucker disconnected my toilet with water in the tank, left it in the middle of the... <laughs> The bathroom. Uh, he must have attempted to snake or didn't want to snake. Left it just like that. And when we came home the first night after we had called in the issue, that's how our bathroom sat until yeah. someone else showed up. Three days later, two guys show up, talk a big game. Also from Delaware County, by the way. One of the plumbers lives in the neighborhood across the street. <laughs> all right? The other guy lives in Delco and knows a bunch of those guys that we were hanging out with. Um, They were both... C- sure it was a collapsed line under the house. And the company treated it like that was the situation, was waiting for an estimate from these people. And then they didn't send an estimate, so then they waited until Friday of last week to send a plumber out to check it and give an estimate for this supposed work. And he comes here and goes like, it was a clog. I got it out. <laughs> like, <laughs> How long did it take? I got it out with my tools. <laughs> it took him like a... When did I get... I got here at like 11.45. He'd been here since 11. He's like, I I don't want to alarm you. The company told me I'm not supposed to give you an answer or tell you anything, but I all, all the drains are working. <laughs> like, I... Um, he's like, I have the shower going right now. I have the toilet going right now. I have the kitchen sink going right now. There was a pretty good clog. After I got the clog out, I used my camera and cammed the thing. 
Dude, that's the first thing a plumber is do- is, should be doing, is snaking. The last guy snaked it and said they got stuck, which means it's a clog. Yeah. He's like, there's no way they got stuck. He's like, second, what I think happened, because how plumbing systems work is there's a stink pipe connected to the main. Yeah, the vent. He's like, I think they went up the main and got stuck on the roof and couldn't get it out. <laughs> Didn't notice it when they went outside trying to figure out what to do. It and is. then when they pulled it back out after they got it, quote unquote, freed. <laughs> plumbing shit, man. Plumbing shit. Nine days I paid for fucking hotels and bullshit. Yeah. For them to tell me it was a clog, which I think I have a case for threatening legal action, you know. But, <laughs> You're um, them? We're here to threaten legal action at this property management company. I, uh, <laughs> no, I, uh, I'm just happy to be back in here. The drains work again. That's good. Um, well, how about the rest of your week? Did anything else happen to you good? Anything good going on? My, my, so when I talked about, I think the last week I said my engine was fucked up on my truck. Right? Oh yeah. I'm buying a new engine now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I am buying a new engine. Now. Just put a transmission in there. Put a transmission in in August. It was over warranty by 6,000 miles, but called GM and they helped me with a finan- financial package. <laughs> <laughs> They took care of half the transmission, which I guess is all I can be thankful for. But now I'm like driving home from doing, you know, man shit in life. And all I hear is just like a, it just starts acting funny on me and like yeah. hesitating. And then you I put down Daniel by Elton John a little bit. I was bit. like, like let me let turn to Elton. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was in the car with Christina and everything where I was like getting low on gas. and I was like, ah, I need to go. Get some gas. It's like misfiring a little bit. I get gas and I put Lucas Oil engine treatment in it. So like, in case, like, you know, one of the injectors was dirty or something like that. Or maybe I got a bad tank of gas. Yeah. And when I turned my engine back on, it was like in limp mode. Didn't want to drive. Blinking check engine light. And a slight valve tap. Which, and I was on my way home and I was passing by a Pep Boys. This is like, this was the original check, like the original Chevy story what happened. And uh, when I... Went to Pet Boys. I uh, ran a code. It was like major <laughs> something failure. <laughs> You're going to need to order this $500, $600 part. I'm like, what are you talking about? So then I took it to my mechanic, and he's like, yeah, your one of your lifters definitely collapsed, and something else is fucked up. Here's your options. The options pretty much total to the same amount as getting an engine. Jesus. So I got financing for an engine, and now I'm getting an engine. Damn. Yeah. That's wild. What a bitch. Yeah, it's life. But once I have it back, it'll be a fucking brand new engine, brand new transmission. And if it blows up, I'm just going to kill a bunch of people. I'm just going to go on a murder spree. If I'm in your local town and you hear my engine blew, prepare. Because I'm going to come shoot up your shopping store, my, your shopping market. You're going to go postal? Yeah, the fishing trip was fun. That's my favorite part about that comment, is that it's just like, people used to treat mailmen so bad that when they lost it, it was called going postal. No, that's not what it's it. I think it is. Give me the... There was... Why else would they say it? Like, oh man, it must have been a fucking mailman. (laughs) That's probably like... Probably most of the 80s, the only nut jobs were probably mailmen. What? Dude, there's no way. What does it say, Raymond? <laughs> fact checked me. Did you just fact check me and I was right? What does going postal mean? A post office worker shot up an entire place? You got a lemon, dude. This computer's a hoagie. On this episode of This Old Computer. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm on historyextra.com. It says, meaning to become uncontrollably angry originates from a series of events in the USA in the 1980s and 90s. During those two decades, well over 40 people were killed in incidents when workers from the United States Postal Service ran amok and shot guns randomly and wildly at fellow employees. <laughs> That's an in-house job, though. It's definitely a couple guys got together and like we're taking it back. They're making us hand them all the mail. I don't Guess know if what? I believe this, dude. <laughs> How come the first thing that proves me right? You're like, I don't believe it. I don't know. <laughs> you went to some. You also referenced the website like uh, it's on historyextra.com. Like no, I know what the fuck that. Is. I'm just saying the name of it. Do you know history extra? No, nobody I know. Knows I know. It. It's like a. We got a website that said super positive, super, super real truths.com. <laughs> it seems to be everywhere. It says become uh, employees becoming murderously violent, referring to workplace shootings occurred in post offices in the 1980s. That's how bad the 80s was. People were all coked up and they were just treating mailmen bad. <laughs> the, the mailmen went nuts. Dope. What do you mean? Uh, it was probably okay. I definitely pull that back. I 100% have always said I wish I grew up either in the 60s or the 80s. That's how bad it was to be a mailman in the 80s. <laughs> Just a bunch of coked up assholes talking shit to the mailman. Here's your mail, sir. <laughs> Fuck you, We're... pussy. Get a real job. Why don't you get some shorts that match your fucking knees? <laughs> but yeah, we went fishing. We mm -hmm. we got off track. <laughs> we got off track. We went fishing. Brought hella snacks. Hella snacks and food and whatnot. Drinks. We had prepared three peanut butter and jelly sandwiches per person. <laughs> I had packed a small charcuterie table with us. Um, little prima donna cheese, little sharp cheddar, little prima donna, prima donna, <laughs> um, clubhouse butter crackers. Yeah. What else did I have? Sweet salami, hard salami, pepperoni. Gabagol. <laughs> yeah. Start hitting a bunch of Italian words. Maradol. <laughs> Riga. Um, no. Um, but I only caught one fish. It was a small fish. Caught, a little, caught six tog and a shark and a bunch of bergals. You caught six? Damn. I was sticking them. I didn't know that. I, one of them was short. Georgie caught like five or six at the end, too. Did you see him just start lighting them up? Yeah. Um... Wish I caught more though. Oh yeah, it's the way she, the way of the road. Sometime, boy, <laughs> the way of the road. Dude, you still got your Christmas decorations up around here. <laughs> when are you gonna take them down? What's today's date? I think it's the ninth. Yeah, it is. My girlfriend told me <laughs> January sixth. <laughs> Does anybody know what January sixth is? <laughs> Obviously, hold on. She told you what? She told me January sixth. Would be the day to take them down? Yeah, we were talking about everything was going to fucked. Like, right after New Year's Day and stuff. Going um, to fucked. Going to fucked. <laughs> um, it's, instead of defunct, defucked. Yeah. Um, I, uh, <laughs> I was, she's like, so when do you want to take the Christmas decorations down? I'm like, I don't know, when do you want to take them down? She's like, I don't know, January 6th? <laughs> like, that was like the first thing that popped into her head. And I, I looked at her all types of crazy, like, why January 6th, Christina? <laughs> Been dating six and a half years. Your first reference was January sixth, and I forgot she was Catholic. 
<laughs> That's all it was. You I just thought she was a racist. She was a neo Nazi. <laughs> I thought Christina had been hiding that she was a far right neo Nazi. <laughs> I had a real. I we were driving and I looked at her all types of crazy. She's like, eyes on the road. I'm like, January why January sixth? She's like. And so, like, she's Catholic. So, why she? Why that matters? It's, it's Three Kings Day. It's the day the Three Kings got to Jerusalem and saw baby Jesus. You thought she was celebrating the protesters of the she's January like, sixth insurrection? We're gonna take that tree down, and then we're gonna fucking march <laughs> right down to that capital and take this country back. <laughs> and I, <laughs> That's hilarious. The real problem was that I, I actually, when she said January 6th, I actually was just like, hell yeah. Hell yeah. You want to? She's like, why are you so excited about it? And I was like, it's Three Kings Day. It's funny. Um, it was it was a pretty funny moment. I Christmas tree still up, though. It's the it's the uh, it's the ninth. <laughs> I didn't listen to her. Um, when are you going to take it down? Probably today. Yeah. Yeah. Drains are fixed. Yeah. That's all that matters, man. Mm hmm. Oh, I mean, we just got back in here today. Yeah. Pretty much. True. Like, you haven't like, been here? Yeah. Like, I haven't really been living here at all. Um, but I guess I haven't done shit for my week. I've just been, I've been working. I don't know, dude. I mean, you showed up to my house with Scrapple. What have you been doing? <laughs> what have you been doing at night? No, I had I had scrapple that I got from the restaurant that I was eating the other day. I brought half of it for you. I know, but you told me that you were eating scrapple at two o'clock in the um, morning the other night. Well, I had a very busy night at work, and then then I just, I guess I got off and proceeded to get viciously hammered by myself. <laughs> <laughs> and I went on like a little little bar hopping thing solo. And where did you get the scrapple at along the way? No, it was at home. Okay. It was at home. No, but that night I got home and um, I didn't even like think. Like the second I walked in, I was turning the uh, turning the stove on, like same move as I was walking in the apartment. I was like, I'm gonna make some food. It was like three in the morning. I was like, I'm gonna cook some eggs and some scramble. <laughs> <laughs> there's something about like that's why I love diners. Like there's something about in the middle of the night where breakfast just always sounds good. Yeah, I guess because it's the next meal, like breakfast. Yeah. Like, so I feel like it's just your, like, your internal clock just being like, all right, I ate dinner. Yeah. It's halfway in between breakfast. I guess I'm supposed to eat eggs and toast right now. I walked in, and it was basically, <laughs> my apartment is so small that anytime you cook anything on the stove, the fire alarm is, like, most likely going to go off. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why Bo hates you? you think? Probably. I don't it's got give nothing a to do with the speakers. It's just you're setting off the fire alarm all the fuck. time. I walked in. I put on fucking Gangstar and I just turned the stove on. And I was just <laughs> chilling. I put some scrapple in. Made DC chilling. Threw some scrapple in the pan. I'm like, I'm just like naked walking around my apartment like a crazy person. <laughs> and I'm just like laying on the bed. I have an alarm set on my phone <laughs> for like five minutes to flip the scrapple. All of a sudden, the fucking uh, <laughs> the fire alarm goes off. <laughs> of course, I have no furniture in my fucking apartment. <laughs> so it's impossible to reach the fire alarms to turn them off. <laughs> so I have to like run over to my computer, grab my, my spinny chair that's so heavy, run to the other side of my apartment, 
Get on a chair that's spinning. <laughs> I can barely stand on it. It's rolling around. <laughs> and attempt to push the button to turn off the fire alarm. And I'm just like throwing shit around. It's three in the morning. Why haven't you just taken down the fire alarm before? <laughs> I don't know. Is it wired in or anything? They, I haven't even shut. I don't even care. <laughs> Fuck my neighbors. <laughs> but yeah, I got up, turned them off, and went about it and ate some eggs. Dude, I found my glasses the next... You know you got so fucked up. <laughs> you know you're drunk based on how greasy and fucking dirty your glasses were. Or, where, or where you found your glasses at. Because, like, I know I, I'm fucked up when I just don't know where I put my seeing utensils. <laughs> like, my, my eyewear. Like, uh, like I, put, I put the glasses on and I, you, I couldn't even see through them. They were so fucking dirty. I must have had my face, like... Three inches away from the pan as the scrapple is cooking. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> it's fucking fire. Are you going to crust that shit? Yeah. As I'm just like ripping Gangstar lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> I've been making goofy shit too. Like for our fishing trip, I made a, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with potato chips on it. I made three of them. One Dude, of them had strawberry jam on it. I fuck with peanut butter and jelly, but I, that's a lot of peanut butter and jelly. I can't eat three in one day. <laughs> I ate three. <laughs> I've uh, it's just me walking into a peanut butter and jelly addicts meeting. It's like, I um PB and J A. It started when I was fourteen when I put frosted flakes on a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> never showed anybody in the house. <laughs> and uh, I've never told anybody that. I never told that to anybody before. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> um, yeah, it was fire. I got that idea from Joey Roses, and I was like, I'm gonna trans. I transition my life in the city to my life at home. <laughs> Put it on the potato bread. Have you done any comedy since we talked? Yeah, I did comedy last Tuesday night. I mean, when we do our episode, we did it Sunday or Monday on Zoom. Something like that. It was a day or two before I went out for Tuesday night. I had a good set. I just talked about how bad my life was all week. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, it was shitty. <laughs> it was so bad. It was yeah. so bad all week. <laughs> You just did racist jokes and talked about how fucked your life, fuck your life <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much. <laughs> I just went up there. I'm like, the Chinese, the Chinese. <laughs> yeah. um, that which just reminds me, we were just watching Bar Rescue a couple, like a little bit before this. Um, John Taffer? John Taffer. He was referenced. It's a, a fucking hilarious thing to draw a parallel to. He was talking about how out front, the um, there was like bikers parking their motorcycles out front. It was, that's like a, they're showing the statistics. Six motorcycles deters 63% of women to walk into a bar. <laughs> if there's six or more up to 12 motorcycles, 84% of women don't go into that bar. Interesting. That's the numbers he was throwing on the table. So he goes in to tell the owner about this. He's like, you know, you can't have a deter. John Taffer is just yelling at people the whole time. He's like, you can't deter customers from the front door. You need a call to action. And the example he used to explain to her, which was hilarious, he's like, do you remember the old MGM casino? Like, she, I don't know where they're at, but she's like, remember the old MGM casino in Las Vegas? Like, she's like, yes, I do. <laughs> he's like, they used to have a giant golden uh, lion in the front that people would walk in through. And you know why they got rid of it? Because high dollar Chinese investors, it was superstitious in China to walk through a lion's mouth. So they got rid of it so they could bring back the Chinese high rollers. <laughs> and we're both just sitting there like, holy shit, dude. The fucking Chinese, man. 
He just went off about the Chinese for a second. It was pretty fucking funny. <laughs> and then he saved this fucking bar's life. <laughs> it was pretty funny. That's it was funny. pretty good. It was he does a really good job. I said this to him and I was like, I feel like he genuinely means it. The process getting in the front door is bullshit. Cause the one episode we watched, they just like were like, the cameras have been in there for weeks watching this bar's every acts and moves. And then like, it's like undercover boss. Like when they're like, oh yeah, this guy's just here making a video about cheeseburger places. Like you yeah. know how like undercover boss, they're just like, he's here just trying to see if we're gonna be the next episode of a reality TV show about yeah. cheeseburger places. And then they send in a guy with obviously a fake mustache, like. I'm not the owner of this company. <laughs> so like that's how like like the episode we watched, they were like somehow there's a guy definitely a guy walking around the bar videotaping the scenes that are happening. And they just videotape the one guy's brother who's the partner just getting viciously drunk in the middle of the bar playing pong with women. There's like I can't no, tell if it's real. It's like it's like the show seems staged in a way sometimes, but it's so... I think his work ethic and his mentality is real. I think I think they send him something and he goes, oh yeah, look at this trash hole. <laughs> yeah. This is what we're going to do with this episode. He's like, we need that trash bag to do this did while they, we're there. Did they say it on the TV or did you look it up? He's one of the founding like idea holders on Sunday Ticket. Yeah, it was. I think I looked it up when we were watching it. It's, he came up with the idea like in the late 90s. What the hell? He conceptualized NFL Sunday ticket. He just called DirecTV one day on his couch. He's like, listen, cocksuckers. <laughs> NFL Sunday ticket. Have you thought about it? Call to action. Aaron Rodgers. DirecTV. You sound like uh, the parrot from... <laughs> like Gilbert Godfrey? Yeah, Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah, but that's how, Nick, that's how John Taffer sounds like when he's <laughs> yelling. He he's very calm. He's like, okay, what we're gonna do? It's Have gonna you ever be okay. heard Gilbert Godfrey? Supposedly that's a fake voice that he makes. I've heard that. He actually like talks like a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard of that? Uh, I haven't. You should bring up a, a video of him t talking. I feel like I have heard this before, but that also just makes me think of the Little John sketch from a uh, Dave Chappelle. <laughs> what do you say? When he's just like, oh. I he just talks in all of his little John sounds, and he's just going back to like a very articulate, like, "Well, I don't understand." You do say, <laughs> oh, you do say, "Oh, quite." That's quite inter interesting. Yeah, this is. I just found a video of him on Howard Stern with his real voice. Let's see what he sounds like. I think you also now need to bring up what Lil John's Lil John's that's how Philadelphia we are. Say John. John. What voice is this from? Aladdin. Aladdin he plays a parrot. Movie, yeah. And in fact, uh, they wanted Gilbert for this. They even drew the parrot oh, to look like yeah, him I even before they voice. gave him the part because they yeah, only they had they Gilbert in mind. And here's a that stupid laugh. Just forget it. Look at this. Look at this. That's I'm what he normally sounds down. like. Tonight, uh, just see Gilbert very serious during oh, his clip. I, I, no. I like when they start crying during their own. Have you ever watched these cartoons? Oh, yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. Now, what do you say? Well, you should see him. He's, you know how when celebrities watch their yes. work on yeah. the Tonight Show? Just see Gilbert very serious oh, during his clip. Not making I, a sound. I, I, no. I like when they start crying he during their own everything thing. Else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right. That he sat and listened to. Now listen to, in contrast, this is off-the-air Gilbert. Oh. This is Gilbert calling Gary from years ago on the answering machine. Yes. Okay. And this is Gilbert's real voice. <laughs> All right. Just as scary. Yes. All right, but it's like a whole different guy. Oh. All right, here it is. Yeah, Gary, it's Gilbert. I'll be there tomorrow, but um, that's terrifying. If you could call us, uh, call me up, and just tell me what exactly is going on tomorrow. You know what's, you know who's going to be there and everything like that. 
Um, that's the scariest of yeah. He sounds like he chops women up. Like a like a, a Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> yeah. He was actually the the largest serial killer in history. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> yeah. He's like, do you want to come over and watch The Exorcist and drink a beer? <laughs> um. I was listening to that voice. I guess it sounds like it could be Gilbert Gottfried. But what if they also just like were like, all right, this is a guy that has a slightly Jewish voice. And we're going to say it was Gilbert Gottfried. Dude, do you think Howard Stern's lying about this? Dude, Howard Stern is the biggest liar in history. Come he on. got there. He got to where he was by being a liar, I bet. No. You don't like Stern? No, I like Stern. Stern's good. I was just joking. It's the It's theatrics. It's marketing. I'm sure... Dude, I mean, it's radio shows. You ever you ever watch the radio shows in Philly? How they used to call people and prank call like with fake girlfriends. I'm sure like there's a lot of different like, cities uh, do that. Like the Preston and Steve show. Yeah. The Rosita. Oh my god, it's one of my favorite morning skits. Hi, this is Rosita. They're like calling people like, um, this is your husband's girlfriend. Like they just there's like a person that just sets like a whole crazy day going forward. It's really funny. You know what is great. What? Little Bubba Child. Oh. Do you <laughs> I was about to ask the camera. Do you guys know about Little Bubby Child? <laughs> That's the shit you've been you've been sending me recently. Right? Oh dude, somebody has made a cartoon version of somebody's like very hilarious country accent and like Is this is he a comedian? Country stories. I don't know, dude. I haven't done any research on the guy. At all. Whatsoever. It's it's Actually, like he clips. just does short clips and skits. Oh, they're so funny. Little Bubby Chad. Little Bubby Chad. I'll tell you the same thing I told that damn doctor up in town. If the Lord didn't want me to ride a four-wheeler with my shirt off, then how come my nipples has grown back after every single bad wreck I ever had on a gravel road? Now, you just tell me that. <laughs> There's more good ones. He's talking to a Jehovah's Witness at his door. <laughs> <laughs> the Lord didn't want me riding a four-wheeler with my shirt off. That's insane. What are some of the next ones? This one. I think Lost County Police Department. You was the one that come up here <laughs> and brought my son in a squat car. I talking some mess about how he took his go-kart on the highway and didn't have no helmet on. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm about red iced over it. Sorry, I'm not familiar with the answer. I'm just a dispatcher. Some deputy looked like his balls ain't dropped. <laughs> said Ernie Michael didn't have no helmet. I said I told him to. I said, son, these people laid down their lives in this country so you wouldn't have to wear no helmet. Well, if he's on the interstate in a go-kart, we will pull him over. Good luck. He don't stop for no one. <laughs> And his Honda run like a scouted dog. Best thing for you to do right now is get off his phone and sober up. This line's being recorded. I tell you what, you are lucky I've been drinking. Is this a real call? I don't know. <laughs> this sounds real. Dude, I don't know if it's a guy taking... I doubt that's actually... He said he's red-assed? I'm red-assed right now. I, I never heard that. He's pissed off. Um, he's red-assed. <laughs> I don't know if the guy is taking <laughs> recordings and uh, making cartoons of them, but this isn't like a, these aren't videos where it's like a, a, a quote going off across the screen. This guy has made cartoon versions for, of what the people look like. Oh, look, Ben, Ben Avery follows him. Ben Avery, who's that? He was a producer of uh, Tim Dillon. Oh, nice. Ben. The guy who the giggles. Ben? Yeah. <laughs> 
That guy in the back. <laughs> <laughs> the muffled laugh. Yeah. I have some shit to talk about Popeyes. Popeyes have chicken. Have you had Popeyes recently? I fucking love Popeyes. Okay, first off, I really, I really do love Popeyes, but they pissed me the hell off the other day. <laughs> All right, got under my skin. I tried to get with the times and use the mobile app. So was at Popeyes, and I was using the app trying to get with the times, and you know, order my food ahead and go get in line. <laughs> and it's about quarter to nine, and they're open till ten. And I ordered their nuggets, and I ordered tenders, some fries, some beans, a normal a normal dinner for me and my pregnant girlfriend. You know, every other restaurant I've ever been to, when they don't have something, it says this item's not available on the app. You can't order it. I ordered it. I get there. I ordered it for a drive through pickup. So I go to the drive through I go, hey, this is a pickup order for Declan. And she's like, okay, pull around. Okay, so I get in line, and I sit there for 15 minutes while the person in front of me gets their food and then I get up to the window and she goes so we don't have any of the items to make your order none of them I'm like what do you mean she's like like we don't have the chicken tenders we don't have the nuggets and we don't have the rice right now but I can give you the ghost pepper wings or the bone-in chicken that we have so it's like nine o'clock they close at 10 like I'm there like just at nine o'clock they must have turned their fryers off and weren't making any more food for the night. So they were trying to get rid of the other food that was in the store already the made. Fuck. She's like, you, it's either that or you can get a refund back through the app. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I got pissed. First off, I got pissed and I, I thought I was still in drive. <laughs> so I hit the gas. <laughs> vroom, like letting her know, like, I'm fucking pissed. Like, I'm red ass right now. Look I am red ass, lady. <laughs> I do that. I put it Crazy in drive. Hell. I put it in drive, and I'm about to pull away a little bit, and I roll the window down. I'm like, you couldn't fucking tell me that 12 minutes ago? And she's like, what? I'm like, I've been sitting here the whole goddamn time. I said something to you when I got here. Why didn't you tell me you didn't have my food when I got here? She's like, I don't know. And I just left. I was like, fuck that. I'm going to Taco Bell. Taco Bell had my food in five minutes. <laughs> I got there to Taco Bell, ordered my food in the drive-thru. It was the fastest I've ever gotten Taco Bell and all of my items correctly. You got there and they read your mind. You didn't even have to order. I almost, dude, I almost was so, I was so mad. I almost told the guy in drive-thru. I'm like, you believe the shit they're doing down the street at Popeye's? Like, <laughs> I was about to talk shit about the other fast food restaurant down the street. You wouldn't believe what just happened to me down at Popeye's. Man, you wouldn't believe. I am red ass right now about my experience <laughs> at Popeyes down the street. Um, <laughs> it was really, it was really fucked up. No, dude, they spit. I ordered a lot real quick too. I'm like, give me a cheese roll up, quesadillas, beefy meatballs, <laughs> you, cheesy gordita crunch. Another thing. You were just throwing shit at them. Yeah, spit like a. And they nailed it. Spit like a thirty dollar Taco Bell order at them, and like literally immediately nailed it. Like, they pearled it. Pearled it, dude. The only thing she fucked up was I said I wanted a large Baja Mountain Dew freeze. <laughs> I had already thrown another freeze at her, and I think she just heard large Baja Mountain Dew and just gave me the large Mountain Dew, and that's what I got. But if I had anything to crit- critique for the my experience with them, just a little more sauce. <laughs> now, I was pissed, Popeyes. Go fuck yourself. I I went to the app, and I immediately complained. Popeyes is for hoes, dude. Immediately complained through the chat, live chat. It's like, <laughs> someone will be with you in 24 to 48 hours. And I checked my email and they had already refunded it. And I was like, sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> like, I was like, all right. At Did least- you write them anything? 
when you wrote a fucking short story. <laughs> I was like, this bitch had the worst attitude. I can't. It was uh, nine o'clock on a <laughs> cold January afternoon. <laughs> I literally like it, it asked me questions like what happened. Didn't get my food. Why? And then it asked me what happened. And I was like, I pull up to this fucking place. <laughs> I asked the person if my food's ready and they tell me to pull around. And I sat there for 12 minutes for her to come back to the car and tell me that. They didn't have any of the items that I need. <laughs> Fuck me, right? That was the next. <laughs> she time. was super rude and unprofessional. Those are the words you always use when you're complaining about any type of food place. She was super rude and unprofessional. Yeah. In my opinion. <laughs> um, and I, I also it was like anything else. <laughs> I proceeded to write another comment that says, "I think it's ridiculous. You got this stupid ass app." For people to complain about, and you charged me for my food immediately, but now I don't, I don't get my money back for forty eight hours. I proceeded to leave like one of those comments, and they they paid me back like immediately. That's funny. Um, Popeyes, Popeyes chicken is the shiznit. I don't, th- I don't think I've been there in years, dude. Honestly, they're really good. They got their chicken nuggets are fire. Like it's like a bread, an actual breaded piece of chicken. Um, rice and beans is fire. The, the problem, French fries are be- uh, the f- bomb. Fantastic. Like, <laughs> <laughs> using as many, using as many adjectives that I can think of. The, the problem uh, with those fucking coastal superb. The uh, fast food places like that is just you just have like, it's run by teenagers that are just like, obviously don't give a fuck, and they're mm-hmm. just like TikToking the entire time or like, FaceTiming somebody the. Their entire shift. I know. <laughs> They're always on the phone. Yeah. They're just like yeah. talking to somebody. Yeah. I, I, that's so fucked up. The girl How at the it? counter doesn't even look at it. her nails are so long she can't even grab anything. Or hold anything. <laughs> She's got FaceTime on on the cash register, <laughs> talking to you, taking your order. Like I, this has happened to me many times. They're like taking the order from you, and they're looking at a person on FaceTime like. Not you, hold on. Like, <laughs> hang up your phone, lady. I'm trying to get three cheeseburgers right now. I need to get this out. <laughs> I don't have time for I this. I can't say three cheeseburgers more than once to you. <laughs> if I have to say it three times, I'm not getting the food. I'm leaving. Um, it's hilarious. Yep. I, uh, I ordered on perks from Mike Rainey. You've been talking about that. I can't wait for it to come in. If it ever comes in. I uh I ordered it on New Year's Eve. Do you, were you gonna reference what that is again for the for the viewers? So if anybody's familiar with the Philadelphia based, not Philadelphia based actually Delaware County based Philadelphia suburbs based Ew. comedian Michael Rainey. Trash. Everybody he's, from Delaware County is the spawn of hell. He's hilarious. How dare you say those things? <laughs> um, I ordered on Perks. It's a really good book. He. At one point in his life, had addictive issues with opiates. So, during, like, 2013... No way. There's no way some guy from Delaware <laughs> County was a perkhead. <laughs> no way. I've never heard of that before. Not once, not ever. Fucking garbage people. <laughs> every person, every single one of our friends from high school has tried Percocets. <laughs> every single one of my friends in my friend groups has tried Percocets. Like, have you tried a Percocet? If. Which one? How many? <laughs> what strength? Yeah. Those ones? Those ones weren't too bad. Yeah. 
Like, oh, those ones not that good. You gotta, you you had to have tried these ones. Though. You ever taken one of these and took a blunt? <laughs> 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 took a blunt. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, I literally, a kid said to me like, I was talking to him. He's like, my back's fucked up, dude. My fuck, my back's so fucked up right now, dude. That's how he's talking to me. He's like, I can't even drive. I need weed right now. Can you bring it to me? So like, I helped a friend out and I brought him some weed. And I get there, he's like. Dude, my shit's so fucked up right now. As you know, like, you just try to be a hardworking dude. You go to work every day. Yeah. Maybe take an Adderall. Yeah. Get a Percocet from a buddy every once in a while. Smoke, face a blunt. And then you just go in there and rip out those heaters. <laughs> dude, like, but 95% of the people from Delco do drywall. And they're addicted to Percocet. <laughs> do drywall or plumbing. And I've had some type of addictive issue with Percocets or some type of opioid. Yeah. Or barbiturate. <laughs> but Mike Rainey wrote a book about his time. Dude, one of my like favorite his like favorite explanation my favorite explanations of how he started doing perks was like he's like a, I got in a fight with my girlfriend. Because he's like he's like a a piece of shit apparently. He's, dude, his comedy is so funny. He's always trashing his wife. Like not trashing her, just but talking about all of the terrible things he's done to her. <laughs> The things she's put up with, the things that they've done sexually that he's done to her that's so fucked up. Yeah. And he was talking about, he's like, you know, I was just trying to get her a gift and do something nice. I hadn't bought her anything in a while. So I bought her uh, a set of earrings and I gave them to her and she said, Mike, my ears aren't even fucking pierced. <laughs> and he, he's like, I got mad and I punched the wall and broke my hand and my doctor gave me Percocet. <laughs> that was his spiral in the in That the was opiates? like the beginning of the first time he ever took Percocet. <laughs> so... During the early 2010s, he started doing perks, and then he was getting on Facebook and ranting at people. So the summary of this book on the pages, on perks is Mike Rainey's latest book. <laughs> I like that. His that's only the, book. No, he has a couple books. Oh, really? He's just like McCusker. He has a couple books. Yeah. It is a detailed account of the descent into prescription painkiller addiction through hundreds of his un- most unsettling intoxicated Facebook posts and their subsequent analysis. Paperback shipping in December. <laughs> All right. So I ordered the book. I ordered it on the 31st. It's now the 9th and it still says waiting fulfillment. I'm hoping that means they're going to ship it soon. I hope so. Because uh, I just want to read it. <laughs> but I think he's signing each one individually. So I, that, that's what I'm hoping is that oh, I'm nice. just I'm on the back order. He said that he's signing every single copy and screaming whatever slur you request into the envelope. <laughs> Did you, what slurs did you request? I said the Goomba type. <laughs> I hope like I open it up and it just says something like crazy, like ah, you greasy wop dago, <laughs> like a birthday card, like a Hallmark birthday card with a speaker in it. Like ah, you fucking stupid. He's like, wipe the fucking spongeal off your face. Put this guy in the bathroom. <laughs> 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 What is that? Is that is Sunjil? Is that eel? I don't know, man. Sunjil. I don't. My mom made a beautiful spanakopita. You and yeah, talking to your shit. We just had lasagna. You be, dude. I I actually forgot about this a little bit too. I wanted to talk about this. Demar Hamlin. Speedy recovery to that guy. Very much Dude. feel bad for him. That was. Did you see any of the clips of the game? I didn't. No, I've only heard about it in in talking to people and whatnot. I didn't watch any of it. But it is one of the most talked about things. It going sounds on like in the he world died right on the field, right? They were like giving him uh, 
They were defib- like they were defibbing him for like 17 minutes or something like that. Jesus. Pretty much the explanation that was given was is that he took a direct hit in a specific location at a specific time between a breath, and he had a heart attack at the same time. It's like how they've explained it on different news outlets and different stuff. It was just crazy because when it happened, it wasn't one of those situations that uh, seemed like he got hit too hard, and it was because football's a animalistic sport and it needs to be brought <laughs> down. It was like one of the first like unsettling incidents in a football game that wasn't going to bring down the league. <laughs> like when like Vontae's perfect killed Antonio Brown <laughs> on the field. Like when Antonio Brown just like, <clears throat> and it was just clumped out dead on the field. Yeah. And they were like, Vontae's perfect. You're out for two games. <laughs> And we're going to find you a little money. You can't keep killing people out there. He, like, took a hit that wasn't that bad. But it was hard enough. And, dude, he, like, stood up. And it looked like his legs just gave out on him. And he dropped on the field. So he was in a, a medically induced coma in the hospital. Uh, and they were trying to get his lungs to heal. And when he woke up and he was on a respirator, he had a pencil out. and oh, the, A pencil, something to write with. And if you noticed this moment, it was a very scary thing. It's very much something that needed to be talked about, brought news attention, but it wasn't just on sports pages. It was on CNN. It was on Facebook. It was on every news outlet, TMZ, blah, 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 this and that. Everybody used it as their five seconds of fame to talk about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you should have seen the, like, um, like a booger. Like when they had the, the team, the group of people that was doing the halftime show at the game. Yeah, they had like Booger, whoever that woman is, and then other they, sports analysts. They cut to them for like they a cut, half hour. They kept right? cutting to them, and they keep yeah. saying to Booger, like, "Booger's like, I can't talk. I'm not talking. I don't want to talk about this." And the woman just sat there, and every time they went to her, she just went, "I, I just think it's a very scary thing." Like she just used it as a chance to fake cry over and over again. <laughs> so like there was a, yeah, there was a lot of people during this entire thing where they used it as their moment to like. Talk about the most popular thing going on in the world right now. Obviously, what we're doing right now. Who else was with him there? I bet Skip Bayless was like, he's he Dude, sucks anyway. Oh, my God, Raven. You don't even know what... Skip Bayless said something during the game that he got a lot of shit about. That's how you don't know what's... That, that's why you have... You actually don't know... That's a perfect example of how much you don't know what's going on. Skip Bayless got trashed for something he said. Oh, really? Skip Bayless um, pretty much made a tweet, and you can bring it up. Bring up the Skip Bayless tweet and read it. He... uh in shortened words, he was like, this is a very serious game. This game needs to be completed. I can't believe they're not finishing it. But he got tore apart for the beginning of the tweet. All right? The end of the tweet says, nothing else matters more anymore. Um, The only thing that matters is DeMar Hamlin's health. That's the last thing he said. But the beginning of the tweet is like, this is ridiculous. I can't believe they're going to postpone this game. He was like, what the fuck are we even doing here? Get him off the field. Get this guy in the fucking ambulance, put him in a body bag, and we're going to go fucking play this game, is what Skip Bayless said. It's how they made it sound. Really? Yeah. Did you find it? Oh, You have to go through a fucking article to find the Skip Bayless tweet. No doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of this game. But how? Question mark. This late in the season, a game of this magnitude that is so critical to the regular season outcome? Which seems so irrelevant. So was he is when he says which seems so irrelevant, is he trying to cover his bases? What is he doing? I don't know. I think he was said what I read it as was which all seems so irrelevant right now, you know what I mean? He apparently had apologized for it, but like everybody was all talking on the internet like, Oh shit, him and Shannon Sharp are gonna be on TV tomorrow, what's gonna happen? This is that, blah blah blah. 
Shannon Sharp didn't show up for work the next day. And it became this like thing across the internet, like Shannon Sharp shows unity against Skip Bayless. Oh my god, that's like this. That's how bad this got. So like, everybody's used it as their five seconds of pain. I think the absolute epitome of my tiredness of hearing about this was he woke up and the doctor was like, I. They did like an interview with the doctor. He's like he uh, when he woke up, he asked for a writing utensil so he could write down his his first question. And he asked me his first question was, did we win the game? <laughs> And I responded with, yes, you won the game of life. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here, dude. First off, you probably had an accent. <laughs> you didn't say that. He was in Buffalo. What, what people? He was in Buffalo, right? It's where they, he was in the hospital yeah. there. Um, What does Buffalo sound like? A bunch of people up there. I don't know. God, uh, <laughs> the bills are pretty good up there. There's no way that's what the doctor said back to him. But... It's most likely what Joanne he asked ran first. Down transit from Amherst to Lancaster. What are you looking at? Frank and Joanne ran down transit from Amherst to Lancaster. Frank and Joanne ran down transit from Amherst to Lancaster. Is this people in Buffalo? Frank and Joanne ran down transit from Amherst to Lancaster. Frank and Joanne ran down transit from Amherst to Lancaster. Frank and Joanne ran down transit from Amherst to Lancaster. Frank and Joanne ran down transit from Amherst to Lancaster. Frank and Joanne ran down transit from Amherst to Lancaster. What is that? Frank and Joanne ran down service from... Something to Lancaster. It just sounds like everywhere in the Northeast. Just combined. It's yeah. like Boston and New York and and New Jersey and Philadelphia all in one voice. <laughs> and some mountain people. Yeah. Um little bit of moonshine. Little bit of dancing. Uh now, I just thought it was disgusting that, that was I mean, if for the news and media, it was probably the most beautiful thing they ever heard. Like when he said it, everybody was probably sitting there like, oh, <laughs> oh man, that was a great response, dude. Good job. But there's no way that's what that guy said first. Yeah. He was probably like, What's going on? Where am I? Did we win the game? And the doctor was like, You're fucking dead still. <laughs> like, we're putting you back together still. Um, this is what's actually going on. You had a heart attack. He probably told him all of the worst things. Yeah. And then he also told him, by the way, they didn't finish the game because of what happened. And DeMar Hamill was probably like, ah! <laughs> You guys couldn't finish the game? <laughs> And then the NFL was why just could like, they, oh, what, what the fuck? Why couldn't they finish the game? They, Dude, it was a pretty grisly moment. For 17 and a half minutes, this guy's just dead on the field. By people in the stands are watching him. just like They were just shocking him, trying to bring him back. And like there was restorative efforts for like almost 20 minutes on the field. The game was being delayed, and people are just sitting in the stands like, damn, this guy's dead, isn't he? Like for most of the time. And then he wasn't dead. They got him off the field. Everybody had went into their locker rooms. I think it was seven to three, and it was still the first quarter. Yeah. So uh, they just called it. Interesting. Yep. Pretty scary moment. I bet the fans were pissed. Oh yeah, you know, everybody in that conference right now is probably, it's probably every spectrum of fan too. It's like. Man, I'm pissed the hell off. <laughs> I'm red ass right now. Red ass right now. <laughs> well, most of the world is seemingly everybody. I mean, actually, it's not seemingly. In an opinion, like what happened where most of the sports world is going like, we show unity in the fact that like the game shouldn't be played. Yeah. Damar Hamlin almost died. That's the most important thing. That is 100% the most important thing. I agree. Yeah. But. That's like the consensus, and if you have the opposite of that opinion, just because of what the world is now, most people are like, get him, 
We should kill him. He's <laughs> he shouldn't have an opinion. You're yeah. not allowed to have an opinion. Kill him. The like, fucking pitchforks come out. Yeah. That's which was my favorite thing yesterday. We were having some trouble fishing yesterday. Every time the one friend in our group caught two keepers immediately, and then everybody else pretty much was like, hmm. Well, we're not catching fish. Just, <laughs> and I was like, well, I guess if Marshall wins, we'll give him the pool money, and then everybody here will just kick the shit out of him and take our money back. <laughs> everybody immediately just became angry when he caught two in a row. I kept on saying it during the day. I was like, Marshall, if nobody else catches a fish, I'm, be- fish, I'm beating your fucking ass. You hear me? Yeah. Oh, man. That was funny. It was fun, too. We had a good day. Yeah, it was a good fishing day. It was also surprisingly really nice it was cold as shit in the morning but once we got in the sun it was really nice yeah i uh which was another annoying thing he said to me i'm like layered the fuck up in all of my clothes i had a lot of layers on yesterday i had long johns <laughs> when pajamas yeah long johns pajamas more long johns long johns over long the pajamas long johns long johns <laughs> long johns pajamas another pair of long johns over the 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 pajamas Jeans and sweatpants over that. I was cooking, dude. I, I had, had five layers on my legs. I had just long johns and then just my chinos. <laughs> that was it. And then I, on my top, I had base layer thermals. I had a long sleeve. I had a t-shirt. I had a hoodie and then a jacket over that. I had like five layers on and then it wasn't that hot. <laughs> he called me a hipster because I was wearing vans. Dirty vans. Like, dude, have you ever left the woods before? What, do you live in the fucking woods? <laughs> you don't own any vans, pussy. <laughs> Most of the people in the world own vans, pussy. Oh, I'm sorry, are these the most adaptive shoes in the fucking world? <laughs> I wear vans everywhere. What a weirdo. Yeah, he's still my friend, but he's, he was being a piece of shit. I feel horrible right now <laughs> <laughs> from eating all that shit. Just I, random things. I ate three peanut butter, jelly, and chip sandwiches <laughs> before 1230. That's gross. Ate a lot of meats and cheeses. Had three BMs in between last night and today, you know? And that's not baby mama's people. That's butthole movements. That's what that means? It's actually bowel movements, no, but, but, but butthole movements sounds much better. <laughs> but yeah, dude. This was a fun episode. Yeah, I had a lot of fun on this one. It's getting fun just catching up on the weeks and doing them in person and letting you yeah. guys see a more current look at our lives because, quite frankly, we're both trash bags. We have a pretty <laughs> funny life going on. We're also using some new software for video editing, mm-hmm. getting used to it, learning. Yep, you're seeing this recorded on a Nikon camera instead of my shitty other phone, my plug phone, when I have to make traps. <laughs> It's it's still so weird why you have two phones. It, it long story short, for anybody that has a phone plan out there, I bought two brand new phones. I transferred over two phones from another uh, line in the same company. They told me that three phones was cheaper than two phones for the pricing of the lines and the deals and what I could get. So I got to buy one get one free iPhone <laughs> for having three lines. I kept my old phone. I didn't have to trade it in. Um. And it's apparently cheaper. I've called and tried to get this figure out because honestly, the salesman fucked me in T-Mobile. <laughs> but I, uh, he fucking he put lied, you to the fucking lied, dude, lied hard. I told him I was like, I didn't want to be paying any more than one fifty a month, and he's like, Yeah, sure, I can make that happen. I'm paying two thirty a month for my phone plan. Jesus. And I've tried to get rid of the third line thing. He would make it cheaper. They were like, Then it'll be two seventy. I'm like, What the fuck is going on right now? Because maybe we should call him. 
Who? Not this time, but next time we'll try and we'll the call guy him. At, yeah, at T-Mobile. Yeah, we'll we'll call him in and put him on the board. And now I've talked to him. I've, talked, have, I've gone there. You remember since. his name and shit? Yeah, now Bob. I've met Maybe him. Maybe we can get him on the phone. Bob next. from the fucking Phoenixville <laughs> T-Mobile next to Smashburger. We have a list. You now. know what our relationship is? He fucking they, they helped me. They got me my phones <laughs> and this and that. Blah blah blah. Whatever you want to call it. After that happened, the prices went up. Everything they all they promised was wrong and this and that. I got a lot of shit straightened out. Um, but we're having a we're having a, a charity fighting event. It's gonna be a cage match. It's Bob from T-Mobile. Bob from T-Mobile. I'm gonna see you next Jonah Sunday. Jonah Hill and Joe Badia and you for for one v one. We're gonna have a Royal Rumble. Yeah. We're gonna have a Royal Rumble yeah. with my top three f- yeah. least favorite people right now. Ladder <laughs> match. I'm gonna have a barb barb wire baseball bats and ladder match <laughs> in my living room. With those three individuals. Now he, yeah. uh, but the one thing is that he had sold me is like, if you, you have a, a cracked screen protection, like they have a screen protectors on my phone. He's like, for any reason at all, it cracks at all. Come back and we'll replace it. And it's broken three times in my pocket since I lived over in Phoenix when I bought the phones. So I'd go in there like once a month, like screen cracked again, Bob. What the fuck's going on, dude? And he's like, I don't know, man. You know, I can just keep replacing them. It doesn't make your prices go up. It is what it is. I'm like, kind of weird. These shitty ass phone screen protectors just keep breaking, right? He's like, yeah, but that's why you have the protection plan. We'll get him, dude. We'll find him. We'll fuck him up. Oh, I know what he looks like. He just doesn't seem like a bad guy. He's just, he works for the fucking man. Yeah. So I, uh, I had fun on this week, man. So have a good one, guys. See us on the next episode. Hopefully my Christmas decorations will be down by then. If they're not, just remember, I'm a piece of trash. (laughs) Thanks, guys. See you. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. We would really appreciate the support. Find us on Instagram at 555-LET-ME-CALL-YOU-BACK and on Facebook at the Let Me Call You Back podcast. You can find comedian Declan Brooks on Instagram at Declan Loves Meatballs. See you next time.